Hey Zwifters and welcome to a special episode of the Zwiftcast, devoted entirely to a wide-ranging interview with the Zwift CEO, Eric Min. This is the conversation exactly as it happened. There were no restrictions on what I could ask Eric and I tried to cover as much ground as possible. As a result, it's quite a lengthy old chat, but as Eric is about to tell us, the average length of a Zwift session is a full hour. So all you have to do is another half lap of Watopia on top of that, and you'll hear the full Montgomery. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, Eric. Hi, Simon. Um, Now, the last time we spoke in depth, just under a year ago, you were planning to introduce the Watopia course extension, launch the event module, develop workouts, and you were looking to clamp down on profanity in messaging. Um, All that's been achieved, and we've had the introduction of the London course and the Zwift Academy, and there's been lots of other exciting stuff along the way. I think even the sternest critic would concede that Zwift has come a long way in a year. So thanks so much for making yourself available to kind of discuss the state of the Zwift nation. Um, um, and we, I'd like to talk about some of these things, but perhaps more importantly, and of great interest to listeners, is, is what's likely to be ahead. Now, many of these questions have come straight from the Zwift community, and I'm going to pitch in with uh, one that I think you might enjoy answering. Where has Zwift exceeded your expectations in the last year? And thanks to John Hampton for that question. Well, um, geez, that, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, yeah, when we started this business, we we thought we probably knew what the customers would want, um, but uh, that that's you know often not the case. We haven't pivoted as a company, but we've made so many micro adjustments along the way. Um, and um, you know we've relied on intuition in the beginning, but we you know we we are starting to collect so much data um, that the data is is inferring quite a uh, quite a bit about what the community likes or or, or, or doesn't like. Um, so uh, so working with the community, getting the feedback from from them has been really really interesting for us. The ride time that's an that's an interesting one. I sort of expected the ride time to be on average 20, 30 minutes. It's, it's an hour. Wow. I, I mean, try go try to go to a, a gym and sit on a stationary bike for one hour. It is really, really tough. Yeah. Um, so that's been really uh, uh, surprising for us, even. And um, the the other is addiction, right? I mean, we've always talked about it, but. I'm sort of the living proof. I, I've I'm fallen victim to that. I, I need to to Zwift almost every day, and I get irritated when I miss a day of Zwifting. It's 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 quite funny, and um, and the engagement. I mean, that's another interesting thing that's that's uh, exceeded our ex- expectations. We have one one Facebook group. The community has created over a hundred Facebook groups, and, and the largest one being Zwift Riders with. Almost seventeen thousand uh, uh, users, so uh, that's been really fascinating. And then, of course, the community support. I mean, it's 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 terrible for me to say this, but uh, I, I get pinged a lot on social media, and my first response will be, "Go and post that question on Zwift Riders," because I can guarantee you, you're going to get a, a quicker re- response than yeah, the support yeah. team that we have in in California. Yeah. Um, so we've been able to 
um, you know, work with the community and, and, you know, essentially everyone is crowdsourcing support. And I think that's, that's worked out beautifully. Yeah. yeah. So it's not just one thing. Um, it's a number of different things that's really exceeded our expectations with Zwift. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely is a high engagement product. I mean, I think that that has a large, a large part of the explanation of that is because it involves sweating. Um, but 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 that that drives this next question, which also came from John Hampton, actually, because the, the the product is so high engagement, and I think people feel very passionately about Zwift. Um, on the very, very few occasions when, when there is a minor slip-up, there's quite a kind of disproportionate reaction. And, and this is always a tough question for a CEO of a company to answer. But, but where do you think Zwift has fallen short in the last year? Hmm. That's, um, well, you know, we have pretty big ambitions. And, you know, what we're finding is, um, you know, building a team, you know, building a product, a business company, these things always take longer than you, you, you expect or, or plan for. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, we're, as a business, we're almost three years in. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, we would like to be further along, but uh, these things just take time. Um, and, and I think, so, uh, you know, I recognize that. And, and that's why we've gone out and raise uh, sufficient capital to to sustain ourselves and and really invest in in the business and i think that's where other companies who've tried to do something similar perhaps have, have fallen short it takes time it takes a lot of money to make this a successful business mm -hmm. and and of course the money raising is incredibly exciting and as is, is going to open up lots of questions and i am i am going to tackle that later on in the in our conversation, but but for now, I, I'd just like to keep it kind of relatively general. Yeah. Um, and this is a really good question from Daniel Abbott. How close is Zwift to what you think it could be? So it goes back to my prior, uh, my previous answer. I'd say from one to ten, we're probably at level two. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think we've just barely scratched the surface of of what Zwift uh, could be. And um, it's just taking time to to build the, you know, the, the basic building blocks of, of what we need for for the platform. But um, the the new capital is going to help us accelerate the growth of of, of the business product and and uh, marketing um, support, all of the things that, you know, I think we, we wish we had more of. Yeah. And is that too, Eric, is that a two for functionality or is that a two for number of subscribers or is it just a general two? I would say it's a general two as a, as a business we're we're at two. I mean, we, you could argue we're, we're having a success, but it's, it's really still on a relatively small scale. I think, um, as a business, this could be, you know, um, massively uh, large. I mean, it, it is a very small community that we have at the moment, but you know, that's we've specifically targeted a um, you know the hardcore cyclists. But I think you know there's an appeal there for for the the broader fitness community, and that is a very very big market. Yeah, um, and we will get on to to running later and what impact that may have on core cyclists of of, of whom. 
you know, there's a large proportion on the platform at the moment. But but just for now, again, I want to stay fairly general and uh, and serve you up a, a bit of a patsy here. What's the thing that Zwift has done in the last year that's made you most proud? We get requests, product feature requests every day. You know, um, you know, we, we, we get investors telling us what they would like in the product, uh, you know, uh, so we get pulled in lots of different directions, but I think we've done a pretty good job of of building. Um, you know, the biggest thing you you know we should be concerned about is building something that no one wants to use, and I don't think we've built anything that has been a waste of time. Um, you know, we're constantly doing small experiments, but uh, I think I, I I'm pretty pleased that we've made the right choices along the way, and a mm. lot of that has to do with. Um, you know, John Mayfield, who is the product manager and the lead developer, um, he has he has, uh, you know, uh, 15, 16 years of video game uh, building experience. He has great intuition. He understands cycling. So he'll get requests from from marketing. He'll get re- requests from support. And he's got a tough job of, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what is the 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 the, the, the right order and the right priorities for, for the product. Mm. So um, it, it's I'm I'm pleased that we've we've not wasted any any uh, resources in building something that the the community might not like. That that's a really interesting answer. For 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 any head of a business to say that you're most proud of not wasting time, I think is 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 kind of impressive, really. Now, you know, I I, I was hoping in that answer you might mention the Zwift Academy, which I've kind of, kind of been banging on about in the Zwiftcast as something that's just a little bit underpromoted perhaps by Zwift because it is an absolutely fantastic initiative. That said, there is still a bit of a problem with Zwift and women, isn't there, in that there just aren't many on the platform. That, that's right. Um, and I think, I th- so let me tell you a little bit about the, I'll talk a little bit about Zwift Academy. Um, the, the inspiration came from uh, GT Academy, which is a, a large driving game that's been around for, for a number of years. And they um, uh, worked with Nissan to create this academy to f- find uh, a real driver in, in, in gamers. They've been running for seven years, and last year they had 700,000 applicants. Mm. And they have been producing real, uh, real drivers. Now, Part of that, more recently, I think if you're a good amateur driver, you're, they've figured out that you can go through GT Academy and land a professional contract. But the point is that you know Zwift um, could be a very efficient way of finding talent and giving opportunities to people that you, you otherwise wouldn't find um, if you're uh, an owner of a team. Um, it's also another example would be, uh, this is what I've been told, British uh, Cycling had gone around to all the schools around the country and did with a watt bike to test, uh, you know, children. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely true. I mean, one of the riders who comes from five or six miles from where I live is Lizzie Armitstead, now Lizzie Damien, and that is exactly how British Cycling found her. I think they also found Cavendish, mm. right? And so uh, there's no reason. So Zwift is a more efficient version of exactly what British Cycling did. And the reason why we picked the women's um, um, uh, competition instead of men's competition first is twofold. One is because we do want to promote cycling to to to, to women. You know, women represent about ten percent of our community. Probably on the road, it's 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 probably 
25%. Um, so we do want to promote uh, cycling to women. And, and I know it's very intimidating as a woman in particular uh, to to ride on the roads, open roads with traffic, or ride in a male-dominated uh, pack. So I think Zwift is an interesting way, a very uh, accessible way to get introduced to cycling. And, and it's surprising that you could learn about pack etiquette, right? And drafting and 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 pacing. These are all things you can learn without actually, you know, we, you know riding indoors. Uh, mm. So, I think Zwift Academy is is an exper- experiment for us. Mm. And I think for us in the first year to have 1,100 applicants, um, and now we're down to the the final 12, and we'll I think you know go to final three in 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 November and I think in December they go to. Mallorca, that is when you will hear more about Zwift Academy. Hmm. Um, But so Zwift Academy is definitely to help uh, create awareness of of women cycling, how um, community can encourage uh, uh, more women to participate in the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think that's a terrific theory, Eric, and, and it should make sense and it should yield practical benefits. But is your data telling you that there are any more women on the platform as a proportion of total users now than there were 12 months ago, for instance? Um, the absolute number has gone up, but, uh, you know, it's just it's so male dominated. Um, so as, as more people are, are are uh, joining Zwift, it's still it's still kind of holding at less than ten percent. Mm. I think I think uh, with the right program like Zwift Academy and um, and and equipment, I, I think that's a, a huge barrier for for the ladies. It's intimidating, it, most even for men to to um, you know whether it's all the tech or the or the or the, or the bicycle and trainer. It's a lot to ask uh, someone to uh, to set up on their own. The, all of that is about to change in 2017, and now the iOS launch that we're um, we'll do this year is is just the beginning, is the foundation for for that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, this this is the last question in sure. this in this kind of general section. Um, the competition, uh, I mean, Trainer Road and Sufferfest. Sufferfest have certainly raised their game. Their their new um, platform looks looks really interesting, mm-hmm. um, but but to an extent they're, they're they're kind of different from Swift, really. Um, but but there will be potential copycats, surely. I mean, whenever something is successful and eye catching, it gets replicated. Are you worried about that? I'm not. I'm not worried about it. And I can tell you that there are two, at least two already in China. Um, they're notorious for for copying. But I would say there's a huge difference. And we talk about this internally. There's a huge difference between a product and a business. And, um, you know, you can have a great product, but um, there's so many other elements and facets to, to make it a successful business. And uh, so I'm not too worried. You know, they, we've got so much on our plate, and, and I think we've got all the right ingredients. We we need to focus on improving ex- the experience and, and, and growing the uh, the community. Mm-hmm. So, so it, I mean, it sounds yeah. to me as though you're not worried about com- no, competition. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried because we 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 know that to do um, what we're doing takes you know a lot of talent. It takes a lot of capital. Mm. Um, and so it's it's not it's not so easy asking a customer to pay ten dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to get onto a section of the interview which I know that listeners will be interested in. And and I hope listeners are going to forgive me for Mm. not kind of nailing you to the ground and saying, when are we getting X or Y or Z? Because I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me when it's ready. Uh, however, there you know there is an enormous appetite to know what what's coming next for Zwift and the kinds of things and the sort of direction that we're going to be travelling in over the next six or nine months. So I, I, I'm not going to ask you when, but I kind of am going to ask you what. What are the next three big things on the Zwift roadmap? So. I think you can expect to see course um, expansions. That's uh, that's already underway. Okay. Can't I can't tell you much more details, but pretty exciting from what I've seen so far. Expansions of Watopia or new courses. Ex- expansions of Watopia. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I think uh, uh, a mobile refresh is. Uh, if you look at our mobile app, it's it's served its purpose, but. Um, there's there's a there should be a refresh coming fairly soon, and which will be much more um, friend which will be more efficient as a as a companion app. Um, right. so what 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 kinds of things is that looking to achieve, Eric? I I, I think um, at the moment the the current app is is not the most intuitive. Um, it's functional, but I think what you, the the new version will just make it the the information will be um, served to you rather than you having to dig for it. Uh, so it, it's sort of, it's our version two. Okay. Is it going to be easier to find people? Can I search for somebody and follow them on the new app? Yes, yes. Things okay. like that will yeah. be will definitely be easier going forward. Okay. Um, I, think, I think the one that we're all very, very excited about is, is voice. Um, and, and, you know, that, that is under development. Don't know when that will be released, but um, I, I think in terms of engagement, I mean, in, in my, I, I say this often to to people internally, like, look, we're going to have to learn how to say hello in twelve different languages. Um, but the the notion that you can start having conversations while you're riding with with complete strangers is essentially what you would do out on the on the real roads, and I think that's really really exciting for for many people. Okay. How do you think that's going to contribute to, to the development of, of Swift? Or is it just a feeling that you want to make the platform as lifelike and realistic as possible? Uh, for me, the acid test of the things that we do has, is, is centered around social. You know, is this feature going to make the experience more social? Right. Um, and and I, I think, you know, the things that I just mentioned will will do just that the ability to to connect with people, um, uh, the ability to, to share. Um, I think these are all things that um, the, the low hanging fruit for us. Uh, so there's there's so much engagement already, but it is cumbersome to type when you're writing, right? Yeah, yeah. It is, you know, there there oftentimes when you wish you could just have a, a quick conversation with, with a complete stranger or someone you might know. Um, so these are things that I think uh, would will just help us as a business. It will help us to to um, grow it organically. I mean, it's the kind of thing you would want your friends to to join, right? Because you want to 
you know, sharing, you want to, you want to be able to, to experience it together. And so we, we recognize that people are asking for that and, and we're, we're making efforts to make that happen. Okay. Uh, You must, you must have mapped this out. So just give me a, a kind of picture of how a a typical user would utilize the voice functionality. I mean, I assume you're not wanting to add yet more complication in terms of the need to obtain kits like headsets and mics and all that kind of thing. So I'm guessing you're going to be relying on the iOS platform. That's that's right. And I think the the mobile device is a perfect uh, tool for that. Um, Everyone's got one. Yeah probably have a mic and and you know it's it's not fully developed yet but as we're going to try to keep this as simple as as possible i'd like to think that with one or two buttons you'll be able to connect with with just about anyone okay um so that's all i know it's 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 still in development but i i do know that um, um it's looking very very positive Sure. Is there one thing that is going to really surprise anybody over the next six to eight months that's that you've got up your sleeve? Um, I th- I think I think so. Um, <laughs> I think I think it has more to do with where the the industry is headed. It's not per se, you know, Swiss specific, but um, I, I can honestly say that we're we're helping to drive innovation on the manuf- on the hardware side. Okay. Well, I was I mean that's on my list of things to ask you about. So yeah. but but I'll I'll kind of press you here. Okay. Um so Swift getting into the hardware business? No, absolutely not. I mean, we we have great partners, you know, this is, the, these guys know what they're doing. That's their core business. What was their core business was was building something like Swift. So it's a perfect marriage, actually, and and I think we've demonstrated to the industry that we can help them sell more trainers, um, and I think that will happen again um, with with. Uh, and I'll I'll share this with you, but then you will see over the next two years an introduction of of what we're calling the smart bikes. And okay. and the, and these smart bikes are sort of next generation stationary bikes, which will work out of the box with Zwift. So we're very very excited about this this uh, this new product. Um, and um, it's there's nothing. It, it, it's a concept at the moment. Yeah, it doesn't exist, but it is the kind of bike that a road cyclist would want in their home. Okay. And it doesn't have to compete with with uh with with trainers but you know you you might not need both what's nice about having a stationary bike is that you know i can convince my wife that it, it should belong in the living room and not in the garage because she can use it <laughs> yeah, yeah okay 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 i'm th- and i'm sure you're not going to tell me this yeah. but i'm thinking that well who might be involved in that because chip when I spoke to him at Eurobike, clearly had something pretty big in development, but um, I guess you're not going to be drawn on that. Yeah, I, I, I can only tell you that um, there's a, a big initiative by the industry and no one's uh, said a, a peep about it yet. But I think, so I think that's the first wave of product innovation that I think, yeah, we, I, I think Zwift can take some credit in helping to to influence, and I think that'll happen with treadmills, 
once we roll out without uh, roll out uh, running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, it's, it's, I, I mean, the influence of Zwift on the trainer industry is 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 undoubted. I mean, you know, uh, wandering around Eurobike, and I'm I'm sure you were into bike uh, uh, and others. I mean, Zwift has revolutionised the state of 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 the trainer industry. Um, so, and and let's move on to talk about running now. I mean, clearly you think that the, the, the treadmill industry is is ripe for a similar kind of revolution. But but here's the thing: most Swifters at the moment are pretty passionate cyclists, mm-hmm. and you know, whilst we don't mind runners, I think we would be a little disturbed if we thought that Swift branching into running was going to impact negatively on either the speed or the scale of development for, for the cycling platform. I mean, where, where do we sit on that? So I don't think it's going to divert much resources. Um, I'd say it's, it's pro- of course, there's some product development involved, but I think it's mostly a, a marketing exercise and, and creating awareness as Zwift can also do, do running. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, we, we did a survey uh, uh, not that long ago, and I think the number was about 30% of the users would, said that they would, they would do both. Um, so uh, I don't know if that's because we have so many triathletes, but um, I'm not, I'll get, I, I'm the perfect example. I'm not a runner, you know, but, you know, I, I think there's, there's, a, there's something to be said about mixing your activities. So I'm starting to alternate between riding and running. I'm not a runner. I can do 10 kilometer runs on Zwift. Mm. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's very easy. And for the same reason I can ride for, for 60 minutes on, uh, you know, uh, on Zwift, I can run for 60 minutes on Zwift. So these are just early, early tests that, you know, myself and, and John and a few other people within the company are, have, have done. But, um, the, the general feeling is that, we think it's going to work. Okay. Uh, so are, uh, are you saying that actually a lot of the grunt work to, to, to make it work is kind of complete and, and in going into running, it's not the case that suddenly all work will cease on, on the development of the cycling side of the platform. That, that's correct. And, the, and then the second, qu- the second part of your question is around the experience. Um, at the moment, you, you're seeing runners uh, on the side of the road, hmm. um, but I think you know once we properly roll out running, we're going to hit the trails. And I had this conversation with Mike McCarthy a few weeks ago, and that was one of the problems. Like you know, running on the road, you, it feels like you're moving very slowly relative to the bike. Yeah. But imagine you're running on tight trails with vegetation on both sides. Suddenly, it feels like you're moving through space much faster, yeah. even though your speed hasn't changed. So, I think I think we need to you know tweak that kind of experience. The easy thing to do is just put all the runners on the side of the road as a, as a test, but that is not you know how we would ultimately uh, roll it out. Yeah. Well, that sounds very interesting. Not that I'm anti-runner, Eric, but it'd be good to not have them in our way. <laughs> Yeah, agree. Agree. <laughs> okay. Well, look, uh, this is specific, but 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 I'm I'm going to ask it because it just comes up so often. Um, and uh, the day before yesterday, I I went back and listened to our interview of a year ago, and and it's awful when people do that, and they say, and and they, <laughs> they come back to you and said, but you said, but Eric, you said a year ago that within a couple of months. Um, 
depending on how quickly the community had grown, that you would enable user selection of courses. Now, that hasn't happened. So, so can you explain where we're going with this and why it hasn't happened and what the thinking is behind it? Right. Um, it hasn't happened. So there's work to be done. There is definitely product development to make that happen. But it hasn't been a priority because from our perspective, the community isn't big enough at any one time to warrant. So we're trying to keep the community together. And I'm betting that um, people show up on Zwift, even if they don't realize it. They're showing up on Zwift because there are other people there. I don't, you know, it's a very different experience on Zwift when there's no one else uh, on the map. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, encounter this when we do our internal testing, there's no one else on the, on the course. So we've, we've just not made it a priority because we think the capacity just on Watopia is massive. I mean, yesterday we had over, over a thousand riders at the peak. Um, and you know, the feedback I got from people who, who rode last night said that it didn't feel crowded. So we know that there's plenty of capacity for for more riders. Now I think this winter will be the winter when we will uh, we might actually feel crowded, and mm -hmm. I think if it's going to happen, it's it, it it may very well happen this this winter. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really about whether or not the, the course is is feeling a little bit too crowded for for the size of the community, and and less about. You know, um, should we should we let people have have choices to to choose between you know two or three different maps? Yeah, yeah. It, but the thing is, Eric, I think you've got to the heart of it there, really, because yeah. I actually don't think it's an experience issue, because you know I, I've been on at the most populous and busy times, and it it doesn't feel crowded. And actually, I think you could probably double the number, and it still wouldn't feel crowded. I don't think that's the issue for people. I think people think, I'm paying $10 a month. Why can't I choose whether I get to ride in London, Richmond, or Watopia? I, I mean, I, you know, I, I do think that's what people feel. Yeah. So uh, and what we're saying is that it will be more important uh, for us in terms of scheduling that kind of work when the community is, is larger. Um, and what we don't want to have are maps that are, that are empty. Okay. And, and if, if we feel that it will be empty, we'd rather not serve that map at all. Okay. 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 Leave it to Swift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, at least, you know, your, your own mind on that. And, and, and I'm sure people will listen to this and, and, and no doubt react to, 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 to that way of thinking. Um, so another, a couple of kind of quick sort of yes or no things. Velodrome, yes or no? Uh, eventually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you, I, uh, go on, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I would like to see the Velodrome. Um, and I think there are other people certainly uh, have voiced their, their um, interest in having one. I'm just wondering, and, and other people within the company are wondering if it would actually be fun. And uh, so that's that's what, and then there are also questions of like, well, you, you can't fit, you know, a thousand people on a velodrome. Mm -hmm. Next thing you have to worry about is like, okay, fine, we have to have 10 velodromes, mm -hmm. or you're going to have to limit the number of people who can enter the velodrome. So these are things, it's just, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, is that more important than, you know, some of the other things that we're focused on, whether it's voice or, or you know, platform support. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, so uh, the answer, yeah. the answer I, uh, is yes, eventually. Yeah, okay. 
Okay. And I mean, you've already talked about the fact that the significant course extension is likely to be Watopia. Um, but, but London kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, can, might we expect that again? Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, uh, Richmond might be the exception, but all new maps going forward is meant to be expanded over time. And Watopia is only a tenth of the size it can be, just to put in perspective. Mm. So that, that uh, I mean, uh, again, you know, I'm not sure that people fully understand sometimes what the motivation is for new courses. I mean, London and Richmond were both linked to large commercial events. What Was there a commercial driver for the genesis of those courses? I think, yes, absolutely. So we wanted to experiment with um, the World Championship Enrichment. Um, and actually, that was it was... From our perspective, it was very successful. We weren't sure if it was going to be uh, fun, and you know, you get you get some who say they hate the course, and others who say they they love the course. So, um, we we serve that now two or three times a month, hmm. um, and just enough that people actually want to see more of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but what Watopia is is our playground. We can do whatever we want with yeah. with Watopia, yeah. and and there's just some interesting things that you'll you'll, you'll be seeing over the next uh, this winter, um, but ultimately uh, I think if we were to to do a survey, people would rather be on Watopia than the other two real maps. Yeah, and are those maps there? Let me ask you bluntly, Eric. Do do those two maps do they or have they raised revenue for Zwift? No. Absolutely not. We we don't have those types of commercial arrangements with any of our partners. I mean, the the deals that we have with with our partners is is just um, in kind. And you know, we we are just um, uh, co-promoters of of each other's brands. Um, we are not collecting any revenues of uh, of any sort from our partners. Okay, interesting, interesting. Very good to have a, a, a clear a clear answer to that. Yeah. Um, how do you guys decide which feature requests to prioritize, and and how do the ones that make it get to the top of the list, and and who makes the final decision on? On, 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 on which get advanced the quickest? I mean, you've kind of hinted that it's John. Yeah, so as I said before, you know, we, we do get requests from, from the community. We get requests from, from marketing and, and support. And yeah, I even make requests. Um, but, <laughs> but, Don't but, they get prioritized? <laughs> but, uh, uh, and investors make, make requests. But, uh, you know, we... You know, John has a lot of freedom because we we trust his his judgment about you know what uh, you know what's right for the product longer term, and and we give him you know, he has that freedom um, as long as it 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 it's it it's in sync with our business objectives. So actually, you know, John has a lot of creative license within within the company. Um, and and, so, and and a lot of power to decide by the sounds of things. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, and so far, I would say that uh, uh, he's done a fantastic job of of really, um, you know, sort of navigating all the things that we could be potentially doing, mm. and focusing on the things that really matter. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there more work to be done with with workout mode? I mean, could it be more scientific? Could there be more personalization? Could there be greater coaching input? I mean, I, I think the answer to all of those questions is almost certainly yes. But 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 how far up the list of priorities is is that? You know, so we've got if you if you look at what Zwift is, the three doors at the moment. And I think there'll be more doors going forward. But the three doors, like you drop in and you do a free ride, just like in the real world, or you join an event, right? Or you do some sort of workout. And so if you look at how our cust- our community is using those three different you know, um, things, it's, it's pretty well balanced, actually. So we need to divert resources to all three in a, in a balanced way. Mm. Um, so to your question about the work MOS, I'd say it's version one. That's what you have right now. Mm. Um, and we can definitely do, do a lot more. Um, I'm not sure if it'll ever be so sophisticated that, you know, that we're catering to the, 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 you know, the real hardcore cyclists who are, you know, who want to be very scientific with their training. Um, but it will definitely be more sophisticated than, than what you, you know, see today. Yeah. So we're, we're not done with workout mode. I mean, we, we just did, you know, version one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and finally on this kind of specific features area, um, uh, I love the racing. I just think it's absolutely one of the best things about Zwift. And I, I, I mean, myself and I think the racing community have detected a pretty, pretty substantial shift from Zwift in, in their level of support and enthusiasm for racing. Is, is that true or did we get it wrong when we thought you didn't like, to, didn't like it? Well, you know, we, we weren't ready. I think it's great to have the community uh, promote races. I'm not sure we need to be promoting very many events at all. I think the the um, the community ins- inspired ones and organized ones are, are are much more you know authentic. So of course we'll have some promote events whether it's with a partner, but I'd rather see the community really driving the the you know that kind of content. Yeah. Um, and we're there having the the tools for them to to do more of that. And I think going forward, you might see, you know, potentially a, a toolkit for promoters. I mean, we have, you know, we, we have legitimately more than a dozen promoters. You know, KISS is a promoter. ODZ is a pr- promoter. DZI yeah. is a yeah. promoter. So um, I, I, w- I just I think that is a better uh, strategy than to come up with our own series of, of, of events um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic that the, the community has, has, uh, really, you know, created all of this content for, for, for the community. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I think uh, what I was been told by Charlie who runs events for us, I think he's, he's helping to schedule some 500 events a month. Wow. It's, yeah. it's uh, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think kind of what perhaps some people maybe even most people don't realize is that behind the scenes you you guys do work pretty hard to support racing i mean you know i know there's a lot of conversations that go on about how to make racing more effective and more popular that that zwift actively take part in it that that is the case isn't it it is i mean i guess to to, i i didn't answer your previous question um the reason it's hard to police um it's hard to be the official 
of any race on Swift because nobody you know, wants the, nobody wants to be the UCI. No, well, <laughs> I, I, I think, um, I think, um, I think guys who started Swift Power, for example, they've got great tools, and let them be the arbiter. You know, let them disqualify someone who they think is suspicious. You know, and we have seen some some uh, riders who show up and do you know, ride, you have huge, tremendous performance, but they have no profile outside of Zwift, so that's highly suspicious, right? Um, and I would rather see the community police police that kind of thing than for, for Zwift to come down hard and, and disqualify them. Uh, yeah. So that's worked out really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I, I can see that's advantageous for you. I mean, nobody... Nobody wants to run a company that's disqualifying its customers, do they? So, yeah, and and yeah, we we do kick people off. I mean, well, we've 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 definitely reprimanded some customers who who might not be behaving the way they should be, but for the most part, the community's been just just fantastic. Also, um, having Zwift Power and and promoters uh, with with tools that can track results was great before we actually had support for results. Yeah, um, we do have support re- results now, um, and um, so you know. But I think we're still going to shy away from uh, ar- arbitrating, you know, arbitrating results. Uh, that I think I think uh, um, is with power, and and the guys in the community do a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think most people w- w- would think that to be a, a sensible decision. I'm, I'm going to move on now to to talk a little about uh, a little bit about the company, or at least ask you some questions about the company which you know I know a lot of people in the community are interested in and and Mark Hewitt and and others have made this point that one of the most refreshing and unique aspects of Swift is that it is run largely by people who understand cyclists and cycling and I think as this conversation proves and your decision to uh, allow me to ask anything at all and to devote a reasonable amount of time to it is, is that the people who run Swift will engage with the customers on a kind of really proper, serious level. And people really do like that. But as a result of that, you I think you end up getting asked things that other companies might not and other matters get discussed that in other forums might not. And again, I think that kind of relates back to this very high engagement that people have with with the platform. So... Some of these might come across as a little bit audacious, but, you know, I'm going to try. Okay. So TechCrunch, which is a well-respected technology blog, uh, quoted a figure of 170,000 accounts for Zwift. Now, obviously, there's a big difference between accounts. Somebody may create an account, download it, and that's that, and a paying subscriber who's ponying up $10 a month every month. First of all, how accurate was that 170,000 number? We actually have over 180,000 accounts. Okay. Um, and uh, we've we've converted a, a, a big chunk of that. Uh, so I think um, so. I think those numbers are yeah, they're largely accurate. Okay. A big chunk is that more than more than half? I can't give you the specifics uh, <laughs> but i can tell you that um if we wanted to be we could be profitable this winter okay that's really interesting yeah. so is subscriber growth 
well, I was going to say where you want it to be. I mean, I get, I'm probably guessing it's never where you want it to be. Is it where you <laughs> is it is it where you forecast it to be? I mean, in, in in the long period when you were considering launching this company, you must have had business plan after business plan after business plan, which said, you know, in two years we need X number. Sure. Uh, have you are you hitting those targets or exceeding them? It's, you know, I, I have very aggressive targets in my mind. So it's never, you know, the reality is never going to match. Um, but I'd say that we're, we're pretty pleased with, with where we are. Um, and there's no reference for what we're doing. And, um, um, and yeah, you know, we've only been trading as a business for 12 months. So we only, have, so the decisions that we make um, have largely come from intuition. Now we actually have real data financial data that we can we can use to help us manage our business going forward are you content with where you are we are we are so we we raised fair amount of capital um and that's really for us uh, for us to to focus on on improving the product experience and um in you know really growing the the community um, and it's it's no longer about profitability. Okay. It's really about it's about growth. Yeah, yeah. Well, lots of tech companies say that in the early days. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. e- even Amazon is still saying that. But 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 let let's get to the iOS app, Eric. I mean, eagerly anticipated. I'm not going to ask you when because I'm sure you can say when it's ready. But I think we all know within maybe kind of four to six weeks. But is that in this terribly overused word? Is it really a game changer? And and if it is, why? We talk about this internally as well. I, I'm, I don't think it's a game changer. Um, you know, I've always, I've been searching for that silver bullet. There's no silver bullet. No. It's just a series of optimizations that will make us successful. Um, and I think iOS is just one of those things that we, we need to have. Android will have in, in the new f- future as well. Um, but will it help people, you know, try Zwift? Um, you know, uh, I, I think it, it absolutely will. The fact that my wife will be able to, you know, use her iPad to to ride on Swift or run on Swift is 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 really, um, you know, where we need to be to go after a much broader market. Yeah. Um, there's no, it's no secret that it is difficult. It could be challenging for for many to to um, to get onto just to try Swift. There's so many different pieces. Whether it's the computer, the you know the trainer, the bike, you know, is it 10 or 11 speed? I mean, it's it's a it can be a nightmare. And I think for us to um, really grow our business, we need all of that simplified, both on the platform side, Zwift, and also on the hardware side. And this is where I think the the smart bikes comes into play. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think iOS could be worth an additional 20% of existing subscriber base, 30, 40? I mean, what, what sort of, you must have put some numbers on it. You know, we didn't, we didn't, because I think without iOS, we can hit, you know, the, the targets that we set for ourselves this winter is, is actually without iOS. So with iOS, it's just, a, you know, sort of like the icing on the cake for us. We just don't know. Mm. And so we didn't want to overpromise, but I think the reality is, for sure, it will be easier. Um, the, we we know that the people who've signed up um, for the iOS beta, I think seventy percent of them are not even Swift subscribers. Wow, gosh! Well, that is illuminating, isn't it? I mean, that's very illuminating. 
Yeah. Okay. So you've you've said that if 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 you chose to run your accountancy or accounts in a certain way this winter, you could be profitable. But presumably, you you were choosing to to invest. Now, the money you have to invest, I think it's significantly over. $25 million, and it's come, I think, perhaps you'll tell us, largely from venture capital companies. Um, how are you going to spend that money, Eric? Well, it just, you know, we've, we've, uh, uh, we can finally grow our product team, you know, our support team, our creative team, right. um, the, the marketing team. It's just across the board where we've been full gas for, for two years. And um, this just allows us to, to, to invest in, in, in more people and, and sort of get ourselves teed up for, for that growth. Um, product is, uh, I think you can expect more from us on the product side at a, a faster pace, more platforms. And it also affords us, you know, uh, um, opportunities that we otherwise wouldn't chase. So I think, um, I think you know, Give us an example of that. Uh, how, you know, how would Zwift fit in to a, a gym experience? Now, I can tell you anecdotally, we've seen, I wouldn't be surprised if there are 40 studios out there already, or 40 or 50 studios already running Zwift, maybe more. Yeah. I know brand new studios have started with Zwift. Yeah. Now, we don't have a commercial model for that business yet. We don't even have a special product experience for that. You know, for, for those are specialist studios, but you know, how does it fit into a, a big box um, gym? Yeah, and I think those are all interesting uh, ways to to introduce Zwift to to those who are not even cyclists. Yeah, and I think so. We will be looking at that. Um, you know, over the over two thousand and and seventeen, trying to figure out and I think there's a there's a place for Zwift. So let's think about the gym experience. I mean, has it really changed in the last 30 or 40 years? Well, no, it hasn't really, has it? I mean, spin classes have got more noisy. <laughs> I, well, you know, leaving aside spin or, 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 you know, if you go into um, most gyms, it really hasn't changed. Fine, mm. equipment has been refreshed or they've got new paint or, you know, or, or it's in a, in a more posh neighborhood. Mm. But fundamentally, the experience is, 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 uh, is, it hasn't really changed. And I think, you know, the question that I ask myself is like, could Swift, you know, reinvent and reimagine the, in, the entire gym experience? You know, and I'm talking beyond just cycling and running. Okay. To, to, to where? What, rowing or? Well, it could be rowing. It could be elliptical machine. It could be a lot of different machines that are out there. Of course, they have to be stationary. Yeah. Um, but Cro well, Cross-country skiing. I, I guess anything that involves the outdoors and, 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 and exercise. Absolutely. And, and it's only a matter of time before the VR headsets or AR headsets become... Um, you know, be, be, have the right form factor for, for exercise. It's coming. Yeah. I think we're probably two or three years away from that. Yeah. I just want to wind backwards a little bit because all those people who are out there who are paying $10 a month and are waiting for their feature request to get, to get fulfilled, I think are going to be probably quite heartened by your statement that, you know, so much, a lot of the, of, of this investment is going to be spent on people. I mean, does that just mean that lots more things will happen lots more quickly? Well, I think we can have more things happen in parallel. 
um, you know, there's we have the budget now to create two maps at the same time, for okay. example. Right. Um, we have the budget to work on, you know, another platform uh, much sooner than, you know, we otherwise would be able to. Uh, we can we can invest in, in in we can see new markets. We have pockets of users in over 125 different countries that we've where we've done zero marketing. Yeah. You know, so could we go into those local markets and and activate that community? And so these are these are things that, you know, we, we can now do. Um, so, yeah, so all of those things, I think, will come out, spill out over the next uh, 12 to 18 months. Yeah. OK. Interesting. Now, uh, venture capitalists, I mean, you know, it's a much misunderstood sector. I, I don't think it's quite as feared as 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 kind of the myth around around hedge funders but 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 nevertheless lots of people will see the word vc funding or venture capitalist investments and they'll think oh my god this product that i love to use is going to change out of all recognition i mean that that's sort of not the way the vcs work as far as i can see because that they have no real interest in 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 killing the goose that's laying the golden <laughs> egg, golden egg which is the thing that they've invested yeah. in but can, can yeah. you tell us anything a, a, a more kind of contextual about the type of investors i mean you know are they cyclists do, do they really understand the product or are they simply investing in what they think is a really high growth business in an interesting area so um we we do have we have private equity, um, but they they're probably more like VCs. Um, we have strategic investors, and we have high net worth individuals. Um, I can tell you that every one of these investors are Zwifters, so they know uh, it's not a, a pure financial play. I think they all see the opportunity. Um, they're in no rush. Uh, they they want to help. Um, they, they're they're betting. On a long-term uh, play, so uh, you know they see what we're doing. They think that uh, we have the opportunity to to really grow this business and and go after a much bigger market than I think the rest of than other people might think. So there's I I don't think people should be concerned about that. And and the company as a whole is still owned by by the partners and not. By the investors, so um, I don't see anything changing. I think we'll just do more faster yeah. with the support of our partners, financial partners. Okay, but the support of that partners, if I mean, you know, in in a year's time or two years' time or, or or whenever, I mean, if the kind of exponential global growth across a whole series of areas comes to pass, it surely won't be very long before some mega corporation. You know the 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 the, the Zwift shadow. The Zwift Zwift starts making a shadow on their radar. So they come to you with an offer you cannot refuse financially. I mean, what happens then, Eric? Well, I I it's just too early. We just started this business. I mean, I think I think uh, that kind of question is still years away. Um, and we have so much to do. We're just we just got started. I think there are much bigger things are on the horizon than what people know of today. I mean, it's still relatively. Let's be honest. It's a, it's still a very small business. 
Um, but the potential is absolutely there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I personally, I think you're right. I think it's going to be a long time before you're fen- yeah. fending off takeover bids with, with, with a sharp stick. Um, what, <laughs> whilst we're on money, um, in-app purchases, yes, no, maybe? I think, I think it might come. Um, and I think we would be very careful ensuring that it doesn't ruin the, the experience. We don't like the idea of people buying performance, but would people be willing to pay for a special skin? You know, skinning is, is a huge business within the gaming industry. Um, you know, maybe, maybe someone's willing to pay a few dollars to have that, you know, limited edition Cervello, for example. Um, so those, that's, that would be just an example. Yeah. Um, but um, it's certainly not not a priority. Okay. Um, and finally, on the, uh, on this area, which personally I, I find particularly interesting. So I, I hope people share my interest in these things. Um, when you're recruiting for all these new positions, and I know you have been recruiting recently, but when you're recruiting in general for Zwift, do you kind of get overwhelmed with? fantastically qualified, amazingly enthusiastic candidates, all of whom are dying to work for Zwift? <laughs> um, well, if you know anyone, you know, send them our <laughs> way. Um, we, we're definitely, uh, I mean, there's no doubt about it that people um, within the community would, would uh, w- you know, would like to join join the team. And, you know, most of the growth is, is coming out of, uh, you know, Long Beach where we have our headquarters. Um, and soon out of out of London, so yeah. We, and the truth is, the community is scattered all over the world, right? Um, so we do get lots of interest, and in, uh, certainly after the TechCrunch piece, we're, we're getting more, particularly from the recruiters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they're always they're always looking for business, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, yes. I mean, you know, certainly the, within the Zwift community, you've you've got the the passionate. Um, individuals already there, and it's just a question of marrying up their 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 you know their talents, and does that fit with what we need? Um, but we're absolutely hiring for for marketing, social media, you know, game developer. I mean, just across the board. Okay, interesting. Let's let's um, um, we're almost done, and you you've been very generous with your time. But let's talk about community because it's so important. Sure. Is there a better way for the community to be organized rather than kind of via sort of ad hoc Facebook groups? Um, I have to say, Facebook is just an incredible platform. You know, they're, uh, I mean, yeah, they can improve how, how you know, discussions are, are, are organized. But leaving that aside, it's just it's it's an incredible platform. So what we don't want to do is build something that other platforms already have, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or, you know, things that Strava does. So we've shied away from doing, you know, replicating what other platforms are 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 very, very good at and what more than likely what people will do most of the, uh, um, you know, sharing and and and, and engaging. Um, but I think you're going to see more of that. Some elements of that come into to Zwift, and you know, absolutely, we the team is working on some things that'll tie these things uh, better going forward. Yeah, um, it's just sometimes, Eric. I mean, let me just yep. give you one example, and and I might have got this wrong because kind of keeping across absolutely everything that's happening in Zwift can can be pretty challenging at times. But 
Um, but let me just give you one example, as, uh, and I, I cite this as, as uh, and this is only from, from my point of view, I don't think anybody else has said this, but um, Eric Chon, who a lot of people will, will know, is, is incredibly helpful on a kind of ad hoc basis in, in the Facebook groups, um, posted a kind of, you know, almost in passing thing that said, um, we've reduced the time that the join button is on screen from 30 minutes to 15 minutes. Um, so um, don't worry if, if you don't see it when you expect it. It's, it's to overcome crowding in, in, in the pens. Now, g given the number of events on Zwift and given the level of participation in events on Zwift, that, that seems to me to be sort of quite an important announcement. And it seemed to be made in a kind of sort of sideways, you know, in passing way, really. I mean, is, is there not a more direct means of communicating something like that to the entire community in, in, a, in a more urgent sort of way? Or am I overreacting? No, no, you, that's a fair point. I think... I think uh, um that is something that uh, we probably should have done via via email I mean, multiple channels right uh, mm. some people don't check their emails yeah. other people don't yeah. have facebook accounts yeah so we need you know any important piece of information we need to hit several different channels yeah so i, w I would agree with you that that if uh, that is something that we we should be uh, sharing across several different channels. Yeah, no, I mean it's tough. It's very tough to yeah. to, to know the best way to talk to people these days because because uh, there are so many. And and yeah, there there are too. I mean, just within Facebook. Yeah, yeah. There, are, I think, 120 Facebook groups. Yeah. Right. So how do you you know uh, you know you try to hit the big ones right with with inf important information, just the way you you promote your your Zwiftcast um, uh, uh, episodes. And you know we try to do the same, but there's just it's just it takes manpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it does. Yeah. Now, now talking of that, you're recruiting a, a social media manager, and um, let's say he or she has been in post kind of six months. What 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 changes would you expect the community to see as a result of that appointment? Um, you know, the Zwift as a community is twenty four seven, and and you know just having one person doing social media is just not you know we've we've cobbled it together for 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 two two three years now but um having one in in every you know major time zone is something that we absolutely need to have so we're we're adding in fact um, we're adding two social media managers right to just keep us moving and then we have we have um you know a couple in in asia so um it, it's really just trying to be we, we want to be more responsive and and that just takes manpower. Yeah. So, so what, what what's the kind of main job description there? Would that be responding to people who've got it's, short term it's, problems, or is it no, kind of man, no. trying to manage the flow of information, or, exactly. or or what? It's 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 a lot of it is about sharing information. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, social media person is in the ideal place to you know, if they have the information to to respond to questions or, you know, sometimes very simple technical issues, but, uh, it's really about moving information you know, keep the information flowing because there's so much of it. And if, if you don't push it out at the right time, it's, it becomes irrelevant tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there's just a lot of, we, we we have a lot of content to share 
and um, we just need more staffing to to you know hit all the different channels. For example, in Japan, you know we we use uh, we do have a team in Japan, and we use Facebook. We're we're afraid to open up Twitter because once you open it up, it's just nonstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah, we we need to you know with more staff we can start. Um, you know, be more active in, 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 in channels that we haven't been active in. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, this one is from your friend of mine, Nathan, Nathan Guerra. Um, mm-hmm. Nathan's asking whether Zwift intends to embrace more of the interactive gaming culture th- using game development and marketing, or, or is the plan to remain kind of very firmly focused on, a, on being a cycling and running simulator with cyclists and runners as the main target that, that that has a kind of spring off community i mean well you you we're starting to we're we've been experimenting right i mean we, we've got the the big wheel challenge happening right now yeah um i'd be keen to hear what people are saying about that but i think for the most part people are, are enjoying seeing other other avatars or other other bikes um and i think it's just a matter of time before we create a map with a completely different experience uh, more gamey than what you know of today and and so in that respect i think we will go you know we will be more of a traditional game um but in terms of marketing i i don't know i think that's to be determined I think we're just a, we're just a different different thing altogether from a traditional yeah. uh, video game. Hmm. One for the geeks, and I know this is a complicated question yeah. that, that probably you know deserves a much longer answer. But 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 what's your thinking on making an API available so that third parties can can help shape certain aspects of Swift? We're definitely keen on it. It's just a question of timing. Um, and uh, it's it's just it's amazing what the community has done without an API. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, the answer is yes, and and the but the question is when. Right. So think, you're you're not against it in principle. I oh mean, no, 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 no 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 no. Well, I, you know, am I? Yeah. Would we open up Zwift so that the community can create their own maps? Probably wouldn't go that far. Um, but I think a, a public API is something that we we, we definitely support, con, you know, conceptually. Just uh, now that we've got you know more, more resources, uh, this is the kind of project that we can we can tackle. And I think we'll we'll start very simple. Um, the perfect example is, uh, you know, what we don't want to do is expose too much and then have to take it you know t- take it away. And you know, there have been examples of that with other companies, and it causes all sorts of problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll go slow, um, but I don't have the. I can't tell you what the timing is, but it's something that we we have we are discussing internally. Mm, I'm sure a lot of people would would welcome that. Um, great question from from your friend of mine, James Gill, author of the immense work that is Titanium Geek. Um, James asks, which aspect of the community that sprung up organically has surprised you the most? Hmm, that is a good question. Um, well, you know, I have to say, I mean, go back to Zwift Power. Yeah. That's that's just a great resource. I mean, talk about, um, you know, the community always seems to be, you know, one step ahead of us, right? I mean, because the community is incredibly 
talented group of people. Many of them seem to be software developers or web developers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they've been just, it's, it's, it's amazing what they've done without the public API, for example. So I'm really quite impressed with what the community has been able to do. They're always one step ahead of us. And for us to implement something like that is, is a much bigger undertaking for, you know, maybe not so obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so definitely that, that is, that has been, uh, something, you know, really impressive. I mean, racing has been going on for how long? I mean, our racing module just got launched, uh, you know, just months ago. Right. Yeah. But yeah. racing's been going on for, well, for 10 well, years. Since day, day yeah. one. Yeah. From day yeah. one. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, power is, is, is a, phenomenal piece of work it's it's amazing yeah eric gonna wrap it up soon um thank you very much for being so generous with your time and so sure. open about answering all these questions but a couple that are kind of just a little bit personally focused on on you if you don't mind how long do you see yourself in a senior executive day-to-day role in zwift Jeez, oh, I, I don't plan to go anywhere, <laughs> Simon. Um, but I would say that, um, you know, we've got an incredible team. The, the guys that, that um, who, who work for, for Swift and, and the managers, all of those guys, you know, whether it's, it's, it's uh, John or Scott or Alaric, who you haven't, you know, we haven't heard much of, or, or, or uh, Steve Beck, these, or Mike McCarthy, these guys can... Yeah, in their own right, start their own business, um, and uh, to be able to to be surrounded by these guys, you know, in many ways, I've I've got the easiest job. Um, but and with these guys, you know, I can focus on some of the things that you know I'd like to see Zwift do in in two years' time. So I will be very much involved in the day to day. But these guys are really, you know, running the 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 uh you know their respective business yeah and i have total confidence in 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 you know what they do you were not a bunch of 20 year old kids you know out of, out of college yeah, yeah deciding yeah. to start <laughs> our first business this is for some of us this is our second or third yeah you know startup yeah no that, i mean they're impressive guys whenever, whenever i've had dealings with them you, you do come away with thinking well you know yeah. these guys know what they're talking about uh, it, 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 it's obviously fun do you love it I mean, it's 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 a dream job, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's marrying the things that I've I've enjoyed all my life, you know, as as you know, since a teenager, which is cycling, and you know, and and what I love about being being an entrepreneur, um, which is to create something from 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 nothing. And I think over time, I've figured out what I enjoy doing the most is, you know, apart from you know, helping to, to create the, 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 the concept, um, or the business opportunity is, is to actually build the team. Yeah. And, um, so that's the most re- rewarding part. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is just, it's fun. I mean, compared to my last startup where we were, in, you know, enriching large, uh, you know, trading houses here, it's really about encouraging people to be more active, right? I mean, I feel like we're, we're, we're you know, contributing to society in, in, in some respects. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what's there not to like about that? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, it, you know, despite everything, what, what, what we're doing here or what, certainly what you guys are doing is getting people off the couch. And that's, you know, that's always a good thing. Um, two final really quick ones, Eric. One, one to cover my own ass, actually, which I'll leave, to, <laughs> I'll leave till the end. But the second to last one, has your FTP gone up or down in the last 12 months? 
Jeez, the last time I did my FTP, <laughs> I think it was like 287 watts. I'm afraid that it, it might have gone down. Uh, <laughs> That's a terrible admission. Yeah, it, it, it is because I, I have been traveling quite a bit. And that, yeah. that is probably the part that I, I need to, to, to fix. I've, I'm probably on the road every other week. Yeah. And um, my, you know, thank thank God my wife uh, is understanding, but um, it, it's starting to to wear on me as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love to, I love to travel. I mean, I've been traveling for for so many years, um, meeting new people, and and you know, our team is dispersed in California, you know, Rio de Janeiro, in New York, um, Asia, and London. So I need to to bounce around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, and this is the one that covers my own, my own backside. Is there anything that I should have asked you and I haven't? Hmm. Have I missed anything big? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think, uh, I think, well, I will tell you this. Um, the numbers that we're seeing right now, we are three months ahead of schedule of last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I expect us to have a fantastic winter. Um, and what that might mean is that you're going to see a lot of people on Zwift yeah. riding around, uh, which I think is, is going to be great for the community. It's just, you know, yesterday, just watching people ride with over a thousand people, just, uh, yes, it's fun. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's exciting to see all of these people, you know, being, being active. Yeah. I, well, I agree with that. And of course it's, you know, it's a great, it's you know even with my uh, just this this podcast it it it's it's really it's really good to be part of it and uh, I always enjoy every ride I do on Swift so um, Eric thank you very 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 much indeed for your time you have been incredibly generous you've not um, placed any restrictions on what I ask you um, I I I'll, will take this opportunity to thank you personally for the support that Swift has lent to the podcast I've made no secret of that but. You know, uh, again, I'll let listeners know that I am never asked to change or not do something or or influence anything in any way by by, by the, the team at Swift, and and for that I'm very grateful, uh, particularly seeing as it's allied with with support for the podcast. So thank you, thank you for yeah. that, and um, and thanks very much for your time. Yeah, thank you, Simon. Always a pleasure. <laughs>